The thoughts and views on the following program are those of the hosts and guests and not necessarily of WMUN or Wolf Boom Radio. This is Connected with Lindsay Marie on 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, free streams on Alexa, say play WMUN, and replays available on WMUNMuncie.com. Search Connected. Now, here's Lindsay Marie. Hey, hey, Muncie, Delaware County. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, everybody. And we're back with another episode of Connected with Lindsay Marie, where, listen, I connect you with everyday people doing amazing things in the community and surrounding areas. So, listen, I have had the pleasure of having some really cool people on this show that are really just making their mark in the community and just making a difference, you know, building connections. Um, But listen, with today's episode, this is new territory for me. I have the absolute pleasure of talking with a true hero. And my goodness, this individual saved a woman's life last week. And like I said, this is a true privilege to have Mr. Koi Atkins on. Koi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just seeing your story all over the Internet and... One thing that I want to spotlight before we talk about this, you know, heroic event last week, you saved your neighbor's life. I just want to kind of spotlight you a little bit, if that's okay. Um, Miss me. Yes. You're a Newcastle student, right? You go to Newcastle High School, I'm assuming? Yes, ma'am. I am a sophomore. You're 16 years old. My gosh, let's talk about some of your extracurricular. What are you involved in in, the, in your community and at your school? Um, I play baseball at Newcastle High School, and I wanted to I want to go to college to play baseball. Okay, Coy. Awesome. So we got a baseball player. You got aspirations of playing in college as well. Very cool. What position are you? My main position that I play in high school is uh, third base. Okay. But I play, I play short, second, and then I pitch, and then I probably will play first base this year. I love it. Yeah. Hey, I would, I would like to go to Ball State. Right. Hey, Ball State. We'll shout that out. You know, maybe we can get a local fire department (laughs) (laughs) endorsement, something, you know. Yes. That could be cool. Coy Atkins. He's a sophomore. Raising money. (laughs) Come on. Baseball. Yeah. Man. Very good. All right. So, random fun question Are you more into TV shows or video games, Coy? Video games. Okay. What video games are you playing these days? Uh, Modern Warfare 3 and Fortnite and GTA. <laughs> awesome. Listen, I've got boys. You said a, a magic word right there when you said Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. I really haven't been playing Fortnite recently. I just got uh, Modern Warfare 3. So. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I am just moved at the fact that you, I mean, Heather's your mother. And she has done an incredible job with you. Your your stepdad, you know, your da- your family has done a remarkable job with you to instill such um, initiative in you. So I hope that they are proud of your movement here. I I think they are. From what my mom has shared on Facebook and all the stuff that I'm retrieving, I'm very gr- I'm very grateful for what she has done. Oh my goodness! What she is, what she has raised. 
Yes. I should say. What a fine young man she has raised. Truly. Go mom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Very cool, man. Cool. All right. Before we dive in, what is one of your most favorite things about your community? When we have the cruisings up on Broad Street. Mm. When the community comes together and we do a car show and they advertise stuff. Yeah. And probably when we have like the festivals Absolutely. that we that we throw in the parking lot down on Broad Street. So awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, so listeners, you've heard a little bit about Koi, just, you know, as the 16-year-old sophomore at Newcastle, right? But we're going to dive a little bit into the heroic side of Koi. From things that I've read on and things that you've shared, I know that that term for you, you're like, no, I just did what I was supposed to do, right? But let's talk Mm -hmm. about it. Let's talk about it. You, Koi, you saved a woman's life, okay? There's no other way to put it, right? Yeah. Yes, so let's, let's go back to last week. When the incident happened, what were you doing and how did you even recognize this fire? So I was upstairs and I just got done finishing up getting ready for school and my sister was on the way. And as I was walking down the stairs, uh, my stepdad was in the window looking uh, like outside the street and he he just woke up so his eyes were kind of blurry he looked into the neighbor's window and thought it was like a LED light fire type deal and then he cleared his eyes and he was like holy crap that house is on fire and I'm halfway I'm halfway down the stairs and as soon as I heard that I ran down the stairs I dropped my backpack and as I was running across the street Ray Ray stepped outside was telling me no 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 get back let's go together Mm-hmm. But my adrenaline was running at that point of time, and I didn't hear anything. And the neighbor was standing right outside, and she's like, yeah, the lady's still inside. So I just did what I had to do. I walked in. I got on my hands and knees. I covered my face. And I, as soon as I got to her front door, mm-hmm. she was standing in the middle of the room, probably, or she was laying, she was laying on her back, like probably a, a foot away from the fire. And I was, I was asking her if she can move a little bit to me. And as she was doing that, she passed out. Mm. And so I had to go get her. So I grabbed her arms and I started pulling her out the door. And she was gaining consciousness as I was just a little bit as as I was pulling her out. And I was trying to get her to like, hey, help, help move yourself to get yourself out. She did a little bit, but she kept on passing out. And then time I got her out to the porch and to the front door, that's when Ray stepped in from when he got dressed Mm -hmm. and helped me pick her up and take her to the front porch. And when that's when uh, the EMS showed up. Oh, my gosh. Koi. Like, I am just picturing all of this as you're sharing it with me. And I just can't help but just think, I mean, thank you. Um, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so big. So... Were you close with your neighbor? Like, what compelled uh, you to run over there immediately? I've never met the neighbor, but my mom has, and she has oh a gosh. grandson. And so my mom would talk to her about the grandson or whatever. And so, like, they were just like a neighbor that we would just talk to off and on. It really wouldn't matter who the person was. I feel, I feel like I would have went in there no matter what. Wow, Koi, you are incredible. I love the way you said, you know, it didn't matter who it was you just immediately went into just go mode right you just went you <laughs> dropped your backpack and said uh-uh, i gotta go in there she's in there 
I got to go. Like, were you thinking anything? Like, because honestly, when I picture myself in your shoes, I could I can sometimes be an overthinker. I would have probably like been in my head. Like, what were you thinking? As I was running across the street, like my ears just went silent. Like I wasn't listening to nobody. Like when Ray was trying to yell at me to say, stop, stop, don't go in there. Mm. My ears just I I couldn't hear anything in my head was get that lady out no matter what. Wow. My goodness. And, you know, one thing that I always hear is I've never been in a fire. You know, I'm very fortunate for that. Um, would never want to be in a fire. Right. Very scary. Um, yeah, risky. They are very scary. My gosh. Risky. H- had you ever been in a fire before? No, I have not. This is my first time. So one thing that people have said is that we don't think about it if we've never been in a fire is the sound inside a fire. Like, are the flames pretty noisy in there? Is the visual like just really clouded, as they say? As I was walking there, it was black. Like, I couldn't see. But as I was getting closer, the room was lit up. That's how bright the fire was. Mm. Like, at that time I was looking, I was like... That's a bright fire, and it's very, very, very hot in a burning house. Wow, Koi. It's hard to breathe in there, so. Well, listen, I I am so moved by this story, and I'm looking forward to here after the break just taking a further, deeper dive into not only what, you know, even furthermore was going through your mind, but just how you're doing and how the neighbor's doing. We're going to talk a little bit more about it right after this break on WMUN, the talk of Lindsay. is connected with Lindsay Marie on 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, free streams on Alexa, say play WMUN. Now, here's Lindsay Marie. All right, we are back from the break. Listen, if you are just joining us, I have on with us today Mr. Coy Atkins. He is a 16-year-old Newcastle student that just last week, he saved a woman's life. This woman was his neighbor in a house fire. Coy did not hesitate. He went right in, saved her life. Coy, you know, if I'm hearing you correctly, it doesn't sound like she would have made it out on her own. Yes, ma'am. If she was in there, maybe a minute or two, she would have passed. You know, as I was talking before the break, just about, you know, what it's like in a fire. I've heard different stories, you know, oh my gosh, the flames, they're so loud and um, you can't can't see, right? So they always say you kind of pass out and die from the smoke inhalation first before the flames ever ever get to you. 40% of her body was burned, is that correct? Yes, she was. 40, 45%, 45% of her body was burnt. Yeah, yeah. So that I can only imagine is another visual that you have, right? Before you, you know, brought her out, you you saw all of that, Koi. I did, and it's it's brought it's brought a lot to the table of me not sleeping and me like overthinking and 
stuff like that. So it's it's done it's done some damage, but I mean it's on the road to recovery. My goodness, you are a young man of courage. And that's something else, too, that we don't think about as a listener. You know, my listeners and myself listening to your story, going into this burning building, what I picture is you running in there, scooping her up, bringing her out and, you know, saved a life. You know, you head up to the hospital to get yourself checked out. But wait a minute. There's the aftermath that we don't as listeners always think about and how that affects you. Can you share any more about that? Just kind of the aftermath. And you mentioned that you're not sleeping. After that, that Friday morning, after after I got home, I didn't go like and I didn't go lay down or nothing. I went to the next door neighbor as they were moving out from the house fire. And I helped them move wow. out the rest of the day because try to just keep my mind off things. Mm-hmm. And when I laid down to go to bed, I just I couldn't go to bed. I heard her screaming in my head and just thinking about like how she looked mm-hmm. when the flames were, how she was like burnt. Just being in there kind of traumatized me a little to not sleep and I haven't been sleeping recently. Wow. So. Wow, Koi. And these, like I said, are the things that we don't think about, the aftermath of it, how affected you are like emotionally and, you know, PTSD. It's a real thing. That post-traumatic, you know, stress that comes after a big traumatic thing, right? So. Yes. My goodness, Koi. How's she doing? Have you seen your neighbor um is she maybe still in the hospital how's she doing afterwards um she is still in Ashkenazi but from what we've heard she's doing a lot better it's just kind of like sitting in a hospital is probably the worst part right now she did have her first surgery mm-hmm. her skin skin graft surgery done the other day and what we've heard from her daughters she's doing okay so okay. from what we've heard that she is doing okay it's just a part of being in a hospital burnt and seeing dead skin being put on you mm-hmm. Man, absolutely. Well, listen, we here at the studio definitely thinking about her. She is in my prayers. And I imagine that that reunion when you do get to see her is going to be a very embracing, beautiful one. I can picture that. Yeah. Well, one thing before we close out this episode, Koi, I want to just bring light to the fact that you have been absolutely praised by the fire department. I read where Jeff Murray, chief of the Newcastle Fire Department, he says that what you did was very heroic, not something that everybody does all the time. How do you feel about hearing these words about you? Um, it makes me feel good hearing that, but I I really don't know how it how I'm like how I'm taking it. It's just I just feel like it was just a job that needed to be done. People say that you deserve to be called a hero. Like I understand that I deserve to be called a hero, but like I don't think I do. Koi, you are such a humble young man, and like I told you at the break, I am a mom too. And when I read your story, saw you on the news, I have to be honest. The boys that I am raising, 
I aspire that I'm doing a good enough job that they move much like you, that they have courage and that they don't overthink anything when it comes to someone's life, right? I gotta say, you are the example that so many moms, moms, including moms listening, want their sons to grow up to be. So I'm I'm very moved by you in my heart. Listen, you may not feel it, but you are a hero. And I have to tell you that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Well, listen, is your mother around? Like, I know that she's been our middle ground. Is is mom, is Heather available? Yes, yeah, she's I right, am here. right here. Heather. Sorry. Hey, I'm Heather. Today. <laughs> hello, hello. Listen, does any of this surprise you about your son? Any of this? Absolutely not. Oh. Let me tell you. It doesn't surprise me. Koi has been that child. Actually, all my kids. We describe our kids treat people as they want to be treated you know mm. show respect his older brother is a cop he's also in the army he's a cop for newcastle um mm. his middle brother is a marine and you know ray is ex-law informant so we've always been kind of like community-based just helping out others so mm. it really doesn't surprise me for koi koi has the biggest heart you can imagine wow like puts everybody in front of his needs so I try not to cry. Oh my gosh, I, you got my mama heart. Just oh my gosh, and then I'm looking at Leslie, my producer, through the glass, and she's a mama too. And you got oh, us yeah. moved. Oh, yeah, it hits the mama feels. I mean, uh, especially when, you know, I didn't, I, I woke up to the commotion. Mm -hmm. I was in bed and I just, you know, woke up to, like a lot of running around. I'm like, it's 7.30 in the morning. Why yes. is this all this commotion, you know? And I come downstairs and I just, our whole house is just filled with red lights and I can smell the smoke mm -hmm. and I don't have my glasses on and I don't have, you know, I'm just kind of like, and I run outside and I see my son and my husband pulling this lady out of the fire. Mm. I mean, out of the house. I didn't even realize that, you know, at that point, I'm like just mom focused on like grabbing him. I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? And, you know, Koi can't say anything because he's just still like in that mindset, like, okay, because we got her out. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, where's the grandbaby? You know? Mm -hmm. So. Wow. And he's really close to his nephews. His nephews love him. Aww. He's such, you know, you know, okay. I always joke with, um, I always joke with like the superintendent or a principal or mm -hmm. like his high school coach, baseball coach. I'm like, Corey's going to take your job someday. He's really good. Hey. He's one of those that like, he's just going to be out there in the public and be with the school. He's such a good, you know, he worked. He's just really good. He's, yes. you know. Ah, uh, so. Mama, you should be very proud. Um, you know, um, thanks for the the future, the young man that you're you're raising. Because boy, oh, thank he's... you. I'm... <laughs> Yeah, it's very few, you know, I'm just going to be honest, you know, with just this age and everybody, you know, their first instinct is to put their cell phone down and be recorded, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. Absolutely. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, grown, grown adults who would risk their lives for that, but, a, you know, a 16-year-old boy, yes. gives, you know, not even think twice about it. So, yes, Absolutely. we're very very proud of him very proud and of him. you should be and listen our community is proud of him and you know we're wrapping things up right now and I just want to say thanks again I know that you've been under the weather 
Koi, yeah. you are still in recovery mode and you will be for a while. So give yourself grace. But I do have to say thank you for your time. And listen, if you're listening in right now, um, one thing that we've talked about is with Koi is he wants to play baseball in college and he needs a car. He's 16 years old. So I'm just a connecting point. So if, if you're listening in and you feel compelled by this story and want to give back a little, just as Koi has given to the community, stay connected with me on Connected with Lindsay Marie on Facebook, as well as WMUN. A link may be available here soon. But you guys, thank you so much for being on today and blessings to you guys. And as thank always, you so much. Absolutely. As always, my listeners, this is your show. I'm just holding the mic right here on WMUN, the talk of Muncie. This has been Connected with Lindsay Marie on 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, free streams on Alexa, say play WMUN, and replays available on WMUNMuncie.com. Search Connected. The thoughts and views on the preceding program were those of the hosts and guests and not necessarily of WMUN or Wolf Boom Radio.